Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time for me, which is 6.40 in the morning. Mountain time is 7.40. Central time is 8.40. Michigan and East Coast time is 9.40. Adjust it for your time zone. If you're here live, then you know exactly when to be here. If you're not here live and you're listening to this on a podcast, you can actually pick us up live at Area code 712-775-8972. And when it prompts for the code, put in 910022 and you can listen to us live. With that being said, if you are getting it on a podcast, if you go to SoundCloud, C-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D, Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90. These calls will pop up. They're now archived back more than nine years. And if you listen to your podcast through a different podcast app, if you put in Frank Lomas and TR90, they could pop up. Or if you put in Frank Lomas and the and Solutions, the Digit 4, Anti-Aging, they could well pop up as well. For those of you that don't know who I am, I am Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, coming to you with an education background but a huge interest in health, nutrition, and exercise. And I'm, I just, since I had grandparents that were not in stellar health when I was in high school, I really didn't want to travel down some of the paths that they did, so I've tried to make good, healthy choices throughout my lifespan trying to make sure that I'm headed in the right direction. So with that being said, um, that TR90 program when you're first starting out is one really good clean lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. If you're a really large person, you may need to increase the number of grams for of per meal or add a fourth meal with 30 grams in it um, to help with that lean muscle mass. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is optimum. If you're not able to do that, do take them with your meals because they'll still work. They're just not quite as effective and don't work as synergistically as they would if they were taken 15 to 20 minutes before. With that being said... Staying hydrated, drinking plenty of fluid. Um, Best fluid of choice is water, and you should be drinking at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking 50 ounces of water daily. Start with wherever you're at, slowly build up to where you need to be. If you're in a hot, humid area or you're exercising heavily, you'll need to increase that and maybe need to increase that significantly due to... um, moisture loss from your body. Um, person, if they're exercising really heavily, can lose up to a quart of water in an hour. So stopping every 15 minutes to drink a glass of water is not a bad idea. And with exercise, you should be doing 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week when you're on this program. It's a lifestyle change. This is something that you want to keep going Um, keep going 
forward with because it is really good. The more you move, the better your brain, the better your body, and the healthier you will be. Getting seven to nine hours of rest, good quality rest daily is optimum. If you're not able to do that, start with wherever you're at and track it and then bump, go to bed 15 minutes early but still get up at the same time that you normally get up. Um, until your body adjusts to that and keep bumping it up until um, you're getting in the adequate number um, number of hours of sleep that you need to really be effective. So with that being said, I am always looking for things to share with you that will help support our TR90 lifestyle. And today I'm sharing some information out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style. Simple changes. Uh, let's see what what is this called? Simple changes to get the most out of life for the rest of your life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, M.D. and Kathy Matthews. And many of the things that they talk about in this book are the exact reasons why our the scientists for NutriNext would put together the TR90 program and really explain some of the scientific and underlying um, things for our TR90 program. And yesterday I was talking about chocolate and why dark chocolate in particular is really good for you and why you would want to include just a little bit of it into your lifestyle because, well, it's really high in flavonols and flavonoids are compounds that are good for your body. And dark chocolate has 510 milligrams of flavonoids in it as compared to, say, an apple, which is the next closest on this various list, which only has 111 milligrams of flavonoids in it. So with that in mind, I'm going to be sharing a little bit more information about why dark chocolate should be included and how they came to be with that. So chocolate and blood pressure. In the early 1990s, a physician and researcher at Brigham Young, or Brigham and Women's Hospital and Harvard Medical School, a Dr. Norman K. Hollenberg, was interested to observe that the Kuna Indians, the indigenous residents of the San Blas Islands of Panama, rarely developed high blood pressure even as they aged. Studies indicated that neither their salt intake nor obesity was a factor in this seeming immunity. Moreover, when the islanders moved to the mainland, their incidence for hypertension soared to typical levels. So their protection from hypertension was probably not due to genetics. Hollenberg noticed one facet of Indian culture that might play a role. The San Blas Indian Kuna routinely drank about five cups of locally grown, minimally processed, high flavanol cocoa each day. He gave his study subjects cocoa with either high or low amounts of flavanol. Those who drank the high flavanol cocoa had more nitric oxide activity than those drinking the low flavanol cocoa. 
the connection between the ability of the nitric oxide to relax the blood vessels and improve circulation and thus prevent hypertension seemed obvious. Hollenberg is continuing his investigation and he recently completed a pilot study that found that the subjects who drank a cup of high flavanol cocoa had a resulting increased flow of blood to the brain that, that averaged about 33%. Another interesting study looked at the blood flow effects of high flavanol cocoa compared with the low-dose aspirin. The study compared how the blood platelets reacted to a flavanol-rich cocoa drink versus blood-thinning dose of 81 milligrams of aspirin. And it seems that 20 to 40-year-olds who participated in the study enjoyed similar blood-thinning results from both the cocoa and the low-dose aspirin. It must be noted that the, side, that the effects of the flavanol-rich cocoa were more transitory than the aspirin. Research suggests that atherosclerosis, which begins and progresses as a gradual inflammation process, it normally involves years of chronic injury to the linings of the blood vessels, and as the lining or the endothelial cells is damaged, atherosclerotic plaques by those atherosclerotic plaques or fatty deposits are formed on the walls of the blood vessels. These plaques both impede the flow of blood and can rupture, leading to, <coughs> excuse me, to a blood clot, which could precipitate a heart attack or stroke. Chocolate to the rescue. The polyphenols in chocolate act to relax and smooth the muscle of the blood vessels. In addition, it seems that these polyphenols also inhibit the clotting of the blood. And in a 2001 study, volunteer subjects were given a commercial chocolate bar, Dove Chocolate by brand, <coughs> containing 148 milligrams of flavanols. The end result was that the volunteers showed reduced levels of inflammation and beneficial delays in blood clotting at two and six hours after ingesting the chocolate. So ordinarily, the foods that are high in fat would never make it into a superfood status. Chocolate is the rare exception for a variety of reasons. While chocolate is approximately 30% fat, the fat in it, known as cocoa butter, is approximately 35% oleic acid and 35% steric acid. Oleic acid is a monounsaturated fat that has been shown to have a slight cholesterol-lowering effect. The stearic acid is a saturated fat, but it does not raise blood cholesterol levels. At least two studies have shown that chocolate consumption does not raise blood cholesterol in humans, and indeed, in one three-week trial, 45 healthy volunteers were given 75 grams daily of either white chocolate, dark chocolate, or dark chocolate enriched with polyphenols. As you might guess, since white chocolate has no chocolate liquor in it, it isn't real chocolate. It had no effect. But the dark chocolate increased 
HDL, or the good cholesterol, by 11%. And the enriched chocolate increased the HDL by 14%. As higher HDLs are known to decrease the risk of cardiovascular disease, the argument for including chocolate in your diet is strong. So here is a consumer alert. The amount of flavanols in chocolate can vary widely depending on how the cocoa beans are harvested and processed. Chocolate producers are trying to maximize the polyphenol content in their products. Watch for new, healthier types of chocolate to hit the marketplace in the near future. Look for those containing at least 70% cocoa solids. So that will give us some pause to think about what we're looking for. So when buying that chocolate, select dark chocolate with a single level of cocoa solids, or with a high level of cocoa solids. The higher amount of cocoa solids, the more polyphenols the chocolate will contain. Manufacturers are getting wise to consumer interest, and you'll soon notice that this type of labeling on chocolate, look for it at least 70% cocoa solids, I had an, and they're talking about Dr. Pratt here, I had an independent analysis conducted to learn the total polyphenol content of various commercially available chocolates, and here are the results. I realize this was published in 2006, so this information will be slightly out of date. So total phenol content for a single 40-gram serving of chocolate. Newman's own Sweet dark chocolate has 955 milligrams to 40 grams. Dove silky dark chocolate, 811 milligrams. Endangered species chocolate company, Wolf Bar, with cranberries and almonds, also has 811 milligrams. Cadbury's Royal Dark Indulgent Dark Chocolate has 765 grams, milligrams rather, Hershey's Special Dark Mildly Sweet Chocolate, 739 milligrams. Chocolat de, de Dina Extra Dark Chocolate with Green Tea, 676 milligrams. So that's just a few, a few I would say about six um, total. So the best way to get chocolate into your life for your health is to eat just a square or two daily. 100 calories of one of the chocolate bars we've just listed, eaten in divided doses, is a tasty health-promoting strategy. Don't think that any chocolate dessert is now a health food. Even fresh fruit is still the best sweet treat there is. Dr. Pratt says he enjoys eating a square or two of chocolate as an evening treat after dinner. Even just one or two small pieces are satisfying. And with that, I think we're going to stop there for today. And if you're back here tomorrow, you will find Frank on, and he will be sharing some of his um, thoughts on things that he's found that would also help support lifestyle, whether it's food or exercise. And then I'm back on Thursday, and we have Victoria up on Friday. If you scoot over to um, 
Facebook One Team Global Live at the top of the hour. You will find one of our leaders sharing information on how to build a new skin business if that's something you're interested in. And this is Susan Mann for April 5th, 2022, signing out. Questions, comments, we are open to them all. So a little bit of dark chocolate, extra dark chocolate is really good for us. <laughs> it's very interesting, Hello, you know, the, the, the pill, the medicine, as opposed to the natural and getting the same results and not having any of the side effects, it's amazing. Yes, it is. It is indeed. So thank you. Oh, you're most welcome. So remember to get those 35 minutes, 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. This is a good thing. And it will help offset some of that chocolate consumption. <laughs> Won't totally mitigate it, but it will help a little bit. <laughs> Well, if it's just the two squares or the one square, you're home free, I think. Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's like many things, moderation in all things. Yeah, that's what my dad said, everything in moderation. Well, it looks like it's starting to clear off. We've got it semi-cloud cover, but it looks like we might be getting a break in the clouds today, so we might actually have decent weather today. Yay! Hopefully not more of yesterday's weather. <laughs> I was at a school yesterday, and within five minutes, we had three power outages where the power blipped off and stayed off for about 10, 15 seconds, and it came back on, and I'm going... Okay, that's how today's going to go. This is going to be rather interesting. I'm hoping that's not happening today. <laughs> have a good day, one and all. I'm going to sign out, and we'll have Frank up again tomorrow. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye.